Hi there, guys, gals, and non-variant <laughs> pals. It's Mike J. Dirks and Gerard. Berard? Mike J. Dirks and Berard. Getting their name, my name, his name. Whatever. Look, it's it's 2021. Nothing matters anymore. Um, help your neighbors. Thanks and good night. Uh, David. <laughs> Sorry, uh, I'm with uh, That D&D Podcast. We're recording uh, an episode of Fangs and Failures, uh, which is half about my jamming tonight and half about uh, me messing up the intro again. Uh, my use he and him pronouns, and uh, we have the regular cast of this episode here, uh, starting with David. I just want to assure everyone that the recording went very smoothly the first time until the audio ca- crapped out. So, Yeah. Yeah, version three is way worse than version one. <laughs> I'm David, uh, he, him pronouns, uh, also he, him pronouns for Tyree Costa, my Tremere vampire that I'm playing. On to you, Adam. Hi, I'm Adam. As always, I am also today playing Carlos Mendez. Once again, your local friendly neighborhood angle grinder salesman. <laughs> Taylor. Sure. Hi, I'm Jonathan, he him pronouns. I'm playing Javad Devani, who's normally a vampiric lawyer and uh, is also the wielder of Chekhov's angle grinder. Uh, hi, I'm Zach, uh, he him pronouns. I am playing Mila, uh, she her pronouns, and I apologize for nothing this time. <laughs> nothing. All right. Yet, nothing yet. Yes, I've done nothing worthy of apology yet. Um, yeah, so, uh... Also, somehow I'm not the one wielding the angle grinder twist. Yeah, that was surprising to me, too. <laughs> well, I feel like if, if somebody in our game is going to be, like, swinging an angle grinder and taking off limbs, it's probably going to be me. So, this is new un, unexplored <laughs> territory from this side of the table. I, no one's punching the angle grinder, so... <laughs> sure, it's true. I could start, I guess. Alright, uh, speaking of starting and angle grinding, uh, when last we left our fanged fellows, our fanged friends, let's go with fanged friends, fanged friends, uh, they had decided to... Well, one of their number had decided to um, speak justice, uh, take it into their own hands... <laughs> Uh, and um, the word I'm looking for is, uh, it's kind of like take a bite out of crime, <laughs> but slightly different. Uh, they, looking to disarm. Boom. Grind an angle in that vamp. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. They, they had an axe to grind. Uh, and uh, now, now I think uh, there might be a little bit of second thoughts. What's going on? Je- um, yeah. Javad. Well, so we sort of learned that this thing, this, this horrible mockery of justice that was the two sheriffs ago of this town and was sent to us postage collect might be an elder gangrel. And so when we take a stake out, things could go pretty bad pretty quick. Yeah. For y'all, to be clear. Yeah. The gangrel yeah. will probably be fine. They're going super well now. Well, I mean, so aside from some mess... Things are basically the same. I just want to triple check. None of you people can make a head talk. Nope. Maybe it's still attached to the body. Well, I can do that. That's not even magic. That's just like Air. threats and punching. Like that's how many necromancers does it take? Is the <laughs> question. 
Do we need more? I mean, we don't really have that many more. Sorry, it, how many necromancers does it take to do what? Screw off this guy's light bulb. <laughs> take a take an undead elder's head that has been ankle grinded off their body and make it talk. Also, I just realized that vampires like rebuild their corpus literally every night, right? If we cut off the head, which part grows back? This seems like an opportunity. Well, no, cutting the head off is bad. Yeah. I mean, if we want if we want to keep him around, I mean, it's bad. Yeah, um if you cut off a vampire's head, it will go into final death. Right, that's See, it's, your head's not a I mean, technically. I don't Yeah, like I get that. <laughs> I'm not calling it a win necessarily. Okay. But I'm willing to say it pushes the series. <laughs> I mean, so what we're stuck with is that somebody stole a book that was in our safekeeping, and this is our payment for that. It's a pretty short I mean, payment. I agree. Yeah, that's that's what they said as they figured it was a fair swap. But I'm guessing they know like nothing about this. Like, yeah, hey, we have this vampire lying around in our basement. <laughs> we'll send him off. I mean, the guy, the guy who made the message said that he thought what was done to them was torture and bad and shouldn't have been done which you know does look pretty fucked up I think everyone at this point just looks at the coffin with the runes engraved around it and the vampire in the middle staked out it's like well, you know, yeah it, 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 would, it would have been nice though if like they'd run it by the prince first like hey can we trade you this guy for that book well, they, they didn't trade him to the prince. No, I know. But I'm saying that would be less headache for us. Well, yes. If someone else had to deal with this, it would be less headache for us. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> if this dude was sitting in somebody else's morgue, yes. Agreed. I'm very, very confused by the implication there are other vampire morgues somewhere in this city. Seattle's just lousy with them. Shit. Seattle's big enough. I'm pretty sure they've. No, there's a whole. They've got more than one. There's a whole TV show by the Veronica Mars guy set in Seattle about zombie morgues. Uh huh. Yeah, there is. What the hell is the name of it? I'm totally failing. Uh, I Zombie. I Zombie. There you go. Yeah. I just remembered that was set in Seattle. So. Alright, so at what point are we going to stop cutting this dude up? I stopped a while ago. Remember we stopped and we were like, all right, well, maybe we need yeah. to find out. You cut his arms off and then we remembered, wait, what can he do when he... Yes. Re-an- well, we were sort of talking about what can he do when he reanimates when the arms got cut off. And then we well, stopped. The question that then, prompted it, that was, who was this? And then I remembered who that name meant and who this asshole is. Yeah. And, and then after, <clears throat> a little bit of... Failure of composure. I uh, remember he was also a gang girl, which might pose some problems to our unstick him and still have him in our power play. A several hundred years old gang girl. Yes. Yeah. Well, then right. we had a then, very large, very long meta discussion. About vacuums. And the, <laughs> the capabilities of gang girls against them. Yeah, what gaseous form can actually do. 
right. So, uh, all right, Nerd Squad. Do we need what? What do we need? We need gasoline. We need like magical symbols. What? What do we need right now? Mila needs a plan. One less problem. Okay. Gasoline I mean, is what you're saying. You Good. took his. He took his arms off. I think we revived a guy, and if he starts pulling any funny business, we just shoved the stake back in. I mean, he could turn into a mist, theoretically. We assume. Not instantly. Yeah, it takes a think. minute. It takes, a, it takes like, a little bit. It doesn't happen like, right away. Yeah, like, I mean, if he, was, if he was, like, all up and ready to go, he could do it pretty fast, probably, but he's not going to be on his A game after he wakes <laughs> up, even if he drains that asshole you brought. I mean, that's a convincing argument, but also, if you're wrong, we're all dead. I mean, really dead. Not, no yeah, like, like actually dead again, yes. Yeah, 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 yeah. All right, so I guess, to get a plan, we need, what are, what's our objective here? What do we want to get out of this situation? I'm in the background loading, like, phosphorus slugs into a shotgun. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I was hoping we could get information and possibly an ally out of this guy, but some of you aren't so sure about that. But what information would he have that we need? I mean, he used to he used to be like the right-hand guy here in Seattle. Who knows what he knows? Look, I'm all about allies. And, and then also, you know, the fact that if he was captured by these these mages, you know, he might be able to give us information that could help us track down this book again, you know? Or at least find some people that can tell us where the book is. Who might have the book. Something like that. Still loading shells. <laughs> <laughs> so... If we do it, completely theoretical question, who's pulling the stake out? Because that person dies first. <laughs> I should buy you some kind of, like, help, right? You You're just going to be closest. Oh. And if this guy's that old, he might eat other vampires on the regular, right? Uh. Especially if he's that hungry. And somebody cut his arms off, so he's going to be able to do a sit-up and bite <laughs> somebody, like, right, right away. <laughs> So what is the plan here? Are you, uh, do, do we need to vote on who wants to pull out the stake or who wants to leave it in? It's fine. Here's what we're going to do. I'm going to get up on the table <laughs> with my shotgun. I'm going to, going to sort of couch the gun under one arm and put the barrel on the head of the subject in the casket. Then, with my other hand, I'm going to pull out the stake. But, I mean, that's a bad idea when we don't have food right here. and We do have food right here! But it's not, like, right right here. He's, like, sitting in a cold storage somewhere. Yeah, didn't you, like, literally put him in another box? Yeah, I think we did. Ah, uh, well, we should get him first, then. We're kind sure. of monsters. <laughs> Somebody go get the carrot. I mean, I'm still against waking this guy up at all. Yeah, Jack Abbott there. We need to either wake him up or burn him. We this this has to not be our problem anymore. 
I mean, it's not like anything's going to... Or at least, or, or ascend to a new stage of problem, right? Those, those are the two options. Well, I mean, we could sell him. <laughs> Who? <laughs> okay, are, are we really going to traffic an elder? I mean, he's got friends, right? That's not selling, that's ransoming. And? And those people will kill us, too. <laughs> it's all about how you phrase it. You just have to be like, you know, we have some information about where he ended up, and then we point him towards wherever the hell we put him. Listen, none of us were alive when this guy got put in the box. Wait, no. It was only like 10 years ago, wasn't it? Yeah, some of us definitely. Well, yeah. some of us were alive when this guy put in the box. Others were already dead when this guy put, you know, put yeah, the yeah, box. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We were around, but it's still pretty unlikely we were putting him in the fucking box. I mean, come on. Well, but aren't you, like, the one that has judged him unworthy? Yeah, he's an asshole, but... So you're just going to let him be now? The whole point is that we got him in exchange for something that was stolen from us, that we were supposed to safeguard, right? So, I mean, unless we get the book back, do you think we're getting the book back from some magic dudes? we got to figure out who those magic dudes are first. got to... We have to at least know what it is. We we got to know who took it. We got to know what it is. Okay, it's like it's got. It... If we have to apologize for losing it, we have to at least be able to know what we're apologizing for. Because yeah. if I mean if 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 we're if our heads are on pikes, you know. Gotta at least make sure it's not for bullshit that we didn't do. Also, we're kind of out of leads. This guy's the lead, right? I mean, he probably... I was gonna say he might know something about his captors, but how the fuck is he gonna know that if he was just kept in a fucking box? Well, he might know who he pissed off. Yeah, and I mean, he might not have been unconscious the entire time. Well, he might have also been going up against these people for a little while before he got boxed. Or at least done something to piss him off. Yeah. Alright, I think we gotta wake him up, but it's not gonna be pretty. And I will blow his head off. If I need to. I, I think the problem is that there's gonna be no way to get any useful information out of him until he is coherent and in full capacity of because he's either going to be incoherently you know eating things or not really willing to cooperate because you have a gun to his head is there a reason is there a reason we can't put this casket in the person burner before we start this conversation I mean, we could take any number of precautions. I just don't know why he's going to be at all cooperative. I don't know that he is, but I don't know if we want this information. Because like I said, unless somebody's got a lead I can track down. All right. Which one of you is the oldest? Huh. Not me. I mean, I had the least authority here, I'm guessing. I mean, which one of you has been around for the longest? Uh, we we are an undead anarchist collective. You're fine. <laughs> there's, there's no hierarchy here. 
<laughs> I'm sorry, that was funny. But you were probably out of town when this guy was around, so you might. I'm not, not from guessing. here. Yeah, yeah. I'm across the border, so yeah. I I just came here like within last year, let's say. Just a handful of nights hence. Yeah, so I guess that's uh, Tyree and Shafad. Which one of you is older? I mean, like, how many years are you thinking back for? Somewhere around ten-ish, give or take. Plus or two, two or three. You do my guess. Yeah, I feel like... Alright, so you both have had the chance to have seen some shit, right? Right, yeah, I was gonna say, like, maybe, like, six to eight years for Tyree. Right, like, um, if Milo's seen some shit, it'd be, like, like, Battle Frenzy, or, like, you know, uh, or, I mean, you're relatively fresh. Now, you were a ghoul for a while, but you're relatively fresh lick right yeah okay um so like i have a feeling that uh tyree and javad have had a chance to see bad shit happen to vampires right that's a fairly safe bet yeah especially with my background with fatima so yeah like yeah when this dude wakes up he's not going to be coherent he's just going to eat everything around him until he's satiated Right. Between between you and Tyre, you, you're you're fairly certain that this dude is going to want to eat you know, at least one human, perhaps several, before leaving Frenzy. Before before it, uh, it's able to calm itself, before anything other than the beast has the wheel. And I think both of you have had enough experience with elders to know that, you know, you're gonna need three to five or more people down here. Before he gets his shit together. Okay, yeah. That answers that question then. <laughs> um, so. Yeah, and if you. I mean, y'all aren't in any danger. Because to, to the best of your knowledge, you've never seen a vampire eat another vampire in a frenzy. I mean, I'm, I'm sure it's a, it's a rumor, though, you know? I was going to have somebody roll a cult if you want to know for sure. Ravnos didn't explode themselves, I'm just saying. <laughs> I was going to say, I, I, I mean, like, rumor as in, like, super ancient vampires, but... And also, like, I think the Banu Hakim have done it on more than one occasion for, you know, judgment, right? Yeah. Well, no, like, deliberate Diablery is different than, like, frenzy, uh, you know, frenzy just attacking a vampire in order for it to feed... But I get what you're meaning, saying. <laughs> uh, but I, yeah, get what you're saying, including we probably need more people here. Um, so should I make a check to, like, estimate how many more people we need? <laughs> yes. Was, yeah. <laughs> okay. Do all vampire games like run this dark, or is it just the one? That I run? <laughs> Mike? Well, I mean, there's a humanity score in the game for a reason, Mike. Like, okay. eventually, it always comes down to a pile of bodies. It it ain't called World of Happiness. <laughs> <laughs> all right, yeah. Um, I feel like I'm not really 100 percent sure on what check this would be. What's vampire lore? <laughs> 
Uh, is that a cult or is that investigation? It's not like spooky stuff from your end, but it's also not like normal book things. Yeah. <laughs> I don't really have an answer to that. Uh, I mean, a cult seems to fit. All right, let's go with the cult. Be, uh, yeah. All right. Um, how difficult do I need to make that? Let's go with two. Difficulty two. Okay. You also have the bonus die from the library. Oh, let me roll one more. Well, you already got two, or... so you're. I fine. got two already. Okay. How many did you get? I got. I got. Oh, you got two. Okay. Yeah, two. All right. So, um, he's gonna eat. Uh, sorry. Uh. You're guessing that this vampire, based upon its age, is probably going to need to eat three people before it it leaves Frenzy. Um, but it wouldn't hurt to provide a couple extra just in case. <laughs> so three to five is a safe bet. And also, um, in your research, you find out that that's not atypical. Although... Um, some have suggested leaving a half a complete score of mortals uh, when waking an elder. Well, fun. Who gets to round up the extra people? I mean, we need to get, what, like four more people? Three or four more people? Yeah, I still see no benefit to waking this guy up. <laughs> <laughs> so if you guys want to get more people, go ahead, but I, I'm not wasting my time. I am I am certainly open to other avenues forward with the book investigation. If you've got some or some ideas, I'm into it. I don't I mean you're the cop. You should be I'm a dumb cop though. <laughs> and cops don't really investigate things anyway. Cops mostly just break things and hurt people, so Ugh. I'm really good at that. I'm good at being the bad cop. <laughs> Also, I'm not a real cop. <laughs> if I was a real cop, I might have some actual like skills and connections and stuff that could do this, but I'm not. Maybe rather than um, spending too much time debating about how we're gonna go about it, let's just like, can we like, um, just sort of blades in the dark it have a really high overview of how we're thinking about rounding some more people up and then just do a roll real quick to get back to this. <laughs> Let's yeah, do I'm, it. Not, I'm not even going to make like the roll will let you know how much noise you make doing it. Right. Like, or if you just straight want to go outside and grab the four people nearby, that's fine too. <laughs> so, like, I'm going to go outside and steer a bachelorette party into the morgue. Yeah. That's, <laughs> uh, that's pretty horrible. Um, yeah, kidnapping people right outside a safe house. Great idea. Yeah. <laughs> it was a joke, mostly. Oh, no, Mike wasn't joking. I'm sure he would love for us to do that. <laughs> no, I, I just want to know whose humanity is dropping. That's personally <laughs> All right, who's grabbing, who's rounding people up? That D&D podcast is released under a Creative Commons 4.0 attribution non-commercial no derivatives license feel free to share with friends but don't cut anything out and don't sell our work please visit us at that 
or on Twitch or YouTube at That D&D Podcast. Intro music is The Witch's Journey by Augustine C. Outro music is Negative Ecstasy by Blue Sky Moon. Both are available on the Free Music Archive. Music by Augustine C. can also be found on Spotify and SoundCloud, while music by Blue Sky Moon can be found on Ketza.uk. Vampire the Masquerade was created by Mark Reinhagen and is a storyteller system game of the World of Darkness series published by White Wolf Publishing. All other copyrighted content is owned by its associated copyright holder.